Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Happy to be here with you today to talk about my experience at my first artist residency and an amazing artist residency and what I realized while I was at the residency and how I'm going to incorporate some of the ideas that I had and experiences that I had at the residency back into my life now that I'm back home getting integrated into my life again. How am I going to take take this experience with me? All right, so this was my first artist residency, and it totally was way more amazing than I expected it to be. Um, I mean, I expected it to be like a really cool experience, but I didn't expect it to be like a life-changing, emotional, and um, like visionary experience like it was. And I think that it was like that for most of the other artists too, who experienced it with me. So there was like 15 other artists there at the same time as me. And by the end, we were, we had all these conversations about this, how like different ways we wanted to change our lives and, you know, crying about how this residency had changed us. And like, so it, it wasn't just me. And I was just surprised at how impactful it was in my life. And I want to share it with you. Um, and yeah, I definitely recommend this residency by the way, and they're not paying me anything to say this. It, um, it was absolutely incredible. It was like a dream. So, um, as I shared in the previous episode, I was in Paris for five days before the residency started. So I, you know, had experienced Paris and, you know, Paris has a very energetic, lovely feel to it. Um, but there, there's a lot of people in Paris. There's a lot going on. You know, it's a, it's one of the major cities of the world. And so going from there to this small town where this chateau is on this basically farmland and there's this beautiful river that runs through it. There's mountains in the distance. You can see like cows on the mountainside and, um, and like there's a little village <clears throat> that you can walk to and it's super cute but the the um there's only 50 people that live in the village and i would say that's generous like um <laughs> because when you would walk around the village you wouldn't see anybody like maybe like you would see like one person like if you were lucky but uh it was a very quiet uh very quiet village and apparently like a lot of people own like those homes as like summer homes and then they they come for like a little vacation time then they go back to like their city. So um so it was a very quiet place, very different than Paris. So I took a train from Paris to Orcavo, which is the name of the town, 
uh, or village. And um, it was funny because I got on the train with like all my luggage, which is a whole nother story, the luggage. Oh my gosh. Um, But I got on the train and I sat down next to this woman because I was like, oh, she looks nice. She looks like we're on like the same wavelength. So I sat down next to her. We ended up talking and she was also going to the residency. Isn't that crazy? I mean, in a train full of hundreds of people, I selected the seat next to this wonderful woman who was also going to the residency. So we had a lovely time talking, getting to know each other on the way there. It was like a two hour ride. And so that kind of started it off nicely. Um, And so we got off uh, at the train station and um, yeah, the, the, uh, the director of the residency, she picked us up. Um, There was a couple of different people and, you know, everyone at the residency, I really liked, like, I really liked spending time with them. They were all so interesting and um, they, they came from all over the world. So there was people from like Canada, Australia, uh, Venezuela, like just all different parts of the world. And so it was so interesting hearing about the different cultures and um, just connecting with these people. And, um, you know, we're all brought together because of art, which is pretty magical. So, um, so yeah, we went to the, to the chateau and, um, the whole staff there, it's a small staff at the residency, but, um, they made us feel so welcome. And that's something that really stood out. Um, you know, they, when they showed me my studio, it had like this gold plaque next to it and it had my name on it with like my picture. And I almost cried because it was so beautiful and welcoming. It was like, they really wanted you there. It was not like you had to fight your way in there. Like you were there and they really wanted you there. And then they showed me my room and it's this adorable, uh, quaint room. Um, and so I was staying, um, at the top floor, which is kind of like the garret. Um, but they had redone it and it's like, it's so charming. Like this, like, Dior gray and like, um, like all of the original doors and moldings were still there. They had installed chandeliers. Um, everything was like authentic old French feel. So you walk in there and you feel like you're like living in a museum. It's like amazing. And so I was on the top floor and, um, there were other, uh, ladies up there. So, um, I was kind of like in the student wing because, um, I opted to select a student room cause it was like less expensive, but if you want, there's also rooms that are, um, I mean, they're, they're amazing. They're like fit for a King or a queen. And those are on the second level and they're humongous and like super high ceilings and like incredible full of light. Um, so you can choose what kind of experience that you want as far as like that. Um, it just didn't matter that much to me because I knew I'd be in my studio all the time and um, like kind of like out of my room. But there were a couple of writers at this residency. So um, so like if you're a writer or something like that, then you can choose like maybe like a bigger room because you're going to be in there all the time and that will be your studio as well. So, um, so it all depends on like what you want. So this is not just for visual artists. It is primarily visual artists that go, I would say like 90% of the people who were there were visual artists like painters or, um, yeah, mostly painters, but, uh, 
but there were also two writers so like there was two um, ladies who were working on their books and um, and they were able to complete them while they were there which is pretty pretty incredible um, and also they do take musicians uh, so so if you're a musician or a visual artist or a writer like these are all things that they would consider also like a photographer or um, a filmmaker so if you're any kind of artist definitely check this place out because I've never been someplace that was so inspiring and so supportive. So, um, so the people there are incredibly kind, very much on top of things as well. Like everything is super organized. When we got there, there was like this spread of food for us. And it was like, it was crazy. It was, it was, um, I've just never seen so much like amazing food for us, <laughs> like all laid out on this table in the grand hall. And when you walk in, like the actual house is awe-inspiring as well. Um, it's it's a historical mansion. It was owned by um, the Diderot family, um, who he was a French philosopher at the time of Voltaire. He didn't become as big as Voltaire, but he was um, kind of like along those same lines. And so it has a lot of history to it, which the owners have like preserved. And they're like building this like, um, you know, these museum quality uh, all the artifacts from the history was very interesting, um, but they've they've redone they've like updated things so it's it has like modern conveniences, um, but it still feels like you're staying in like this old um, chateau, which is so magical. Also, like the natural beauty. So, like when you when you open up the windows, like in the morning, I would like always open up our windows and. Um, look out and like there would be like mist rising from the village and like um, crawling over the uh, the pond and the lake and like you would hear like the cows mooing and the church bell was like ringing every hour and you'd hear like the roosters crowing and you know the, there was flowers and roses everywhere and um, it was just so beautiful wildflowers like on the hillside um, it was incredible so uh, just remembering like all the beauty of this place um so it was it was it was incredible in that it gave you a lot of freedom as well so there was nothing really that was like mandatory they highly encouraged you to do things like um like a couple of nights while we were there they had um for instance history night which is where we learned about the chateau and the history there which was very interesting like other nights we had um, a literature night where everyone read something that they had written or that they admire in a writer. That was lovely as well. It was actually one of my favorite nights because you really got to know the residents and um, some of their innermost thoughts. Um, so that was amazing as well. Um, we had, uh, you know, just different different themed nights. Um, people could dress up in costumes. They had a costume closet downstairs. Um, it was just so much fun to be in an environment where all of the other artists were like open to collaborating and doing crazy projects together. And, um, <laughs> I remember I went to summer camp when I was like, I don't know, like 12 to 15, something like that. I more like I was forced to go to summer camp and, um, you know, I think it was fun for the other kids cause they were like really athletic, but I was not very athletic. I didn't know anybody and um, it was all like horrible games like dodgeball and like capture the flag. And um, 
I just remember like it just being such like a horrible experience because I was always the one that was like the delicate artsy one who like got pummeled in the sports and so it was never fun for me it was like traumatic but this was like this was kind of like summer camp for artists where like everyone is just as weird as you are and wants to make these incredible experiences not only that but you can like talk to them about you know the business of being an artist and um, you would all get different ideas um, you talk to them about, about inspiration about your work or different problems you're having with your work and these are all people who will like get it and listen this episode is sponsored by the luminary artist academy the luminary artist academy is a six-month self-paced transformational course for contemporary realist feminine artists to blossom into the higher level of professional success from the inside out. The Luminary Artist Academy was written for you. As an artist myself who has been through the dark night of my own soul and through the thickets of my own limiting beliefs, in order to come out on the other side, I feel the struggle and I know where you are. I know the desires that you feel and the frustration at feeling like they are out of reach. And I have discovered the keys to unlocking your own potential and totally transforming the reality of your creative practice and your experience as an artist in a very short time after doing it myself. And I wrote the Luminary Artist Academy to share this process with you. So the Luminary Artist Academy is a comprehensive detailed step-by-step course that takes you on an odyssey through the inner chambers of your heart and soul to your creative practice and out into the world where you shine your confident feminine light as a luminary in your field. This course supports you every single step of the way to guide you into stepping into your highest version of yourself within your artistic career and your life. Don't let another year go by just thinking about it and without taking action. Being in limbo, saying next time or I'll do it later, is the reason why you feel like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck. By doing the same things in the same way, you'll likely be in the same place you are now, six months from now, if you don't take action. Take the first steps today to believe in a different future for yourself. The gallery shows, press celebrating your work, and sales pouring in from your art is what you know you are meant for and what you ultimately deserve. Your most aligned artistic career is waiting for you. It's time to believe in yourself and value your dreams. I believe in you. Explore the course via the link in the show notes or at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com. And, um, and all have like different perspectives as well. So it was really like a healing experience as well. And because everyone was so like loving and accepting there, especially the staff, um, you know, and also the woman who runs it, Beulah, right now, she ran an international gallery for like over 10 years. And they would do like all, you know, the Art Basel and all those fairs. Um, she said they did like 26 fairs a year. So this was like a huge gallery that she started, that she ran. So she knows the art business. And, um, so this is kind of like a second career for her, what she's doing. Um, but, 
but she was so incredibly kind and she would give critiques, but they weren't really critiques. They were more like, um, they were, they were given so lovingly and so encouragingly. And, um, they really made you feel like a million bucks (laughs) and being in an environment where everyone's creativity and expression is so fostered and so loved and made to feel so safe. It really unlocked a level of creativity in me that, um, was free from striving, I would say. Because when I think about my experience at grad school, I went to the Pennsylvania Academy of the Fine Arts. And, um, and I, I, I liked my experience there. I liked a lot about my experience there. But one thing I'll always remember is how harsh the critiques were. And, um, you know, not in a helpful way. Uh, and when I was in grad school, the most helpful critiques were always the ones that were the most encouraging. Um, and, and would inspire me to make better work. It was not, you know, tearing you down. All that would do is like demoralize me. Um, and so when I think of graduate school and like the critiques I got there, um, they were really like very traumatic. And I hear this from a lot of people who went to art school and some people, even like if you hear the jealous curators story, um, she, she has another podcast, um, where she talks about her experience in art school basically stopped her from being an artist because of the harsh critiques that she went through. And, you know, people don't forget that. So, so basically this was like being in grad school where, you know, you get your studio, you, you know, you're fostered to create this work, except without any of those like really harsh, um, scary critiques. And it just, it just makes you blossom and it makes you trust your creativity. It makes you try things that um, maybe are more close to your heart so that, you know, your heart is more exposed, but you feel safe to do so. Um, And it was just really amazing and a very healing experience for, for me um, in the art world. And it became more about like your self-expression rather than like um, being scared of what people will say. So, um, so it was very healing in like a very tangible way for me. Um, it was very incredible. And I just loved it. We would, uh, you know, I would work like during the day, stop for lunch. And then at dinner at 7.30 every night, um, there would be this huge spread. They had like Um, these talented French cooks who like cooked us a feast every single night. So we would go downstairs, all of us, all 15 artists and, um, and the staff. And so we would all eat together, talk about what we did during the day. And, um, and it was, it was so amazing. The food was incredible as well, like three course dinners plus dessert and, um, and wine and cheese. And it was incredible. Um, and then afterwards, a lot of us would go for a walk, like down, um, you know, through the cow pastures or through the village or just exploring like the woods that were nearby, um, which was also wonderful for just like getting to know people and feeling supported in your work. I just felt so supported in like creating my work. It was so amazing. So what did I feel at the chateau? I felt peace, expansiveness, love, complete acceptance, support, joy, happiness, beauty, meaning, purpose, honor, freedom, self-acceptance, sense of being settled, stability, but openness, being enough, 
and feeling like this is a springboard to the inevitable happiness and the meeting of all my desires as an artist. And it made me think of the quote by Henry David Thoreau, if one advances confidently in their dreams and endeavors to live the life that they have imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. And so true because doing a residency in France like this has been on my wish list for like 20 years and I finally experienced it. It was more incredible than I ever thought it even could be. And then, okay, so I got very granular. What was it that made me have that experience there in particular? So a supportive and open company of other creatives, meaningful relationships, time to freely create, discovery and exploration, an atmosphere of acceptance of everything that I create, nature, beautiful architecture, ease of living. So the meals and the cleaning, I didn't have to worry about it. Minimal administration tasks, because I'd done them all beforehand. Um, Honoring my own creativity, putting all my attention onto building my own life and like not apologizing for that. Self-expression, opening up to higher levels of what is possible for me in my career and believing that I can reach the highest levels of the art world. So that's what made me feel that while I was there. And then how can I incorporate this back home? And I got very, very practical. And maybe um, these are some ideas that you could use as well. So connection, going to dance events because I love dancing, Um, going to cultural events in my city, starting an artist dinner party night, reaching out to other artist friends and doing regular walks, keeping in touch with the residency crew via like Zoom, like critique nights for each other, reaching out to my art heroes and forging connections writing to individual collectors and artists who are meaningful to me to build connections and working on self-development and wholeness. Time to freely create. Schedule three or four days a week where you can just create and do no administration tasks. And then the other days of the week is when you do the administration tasks. Discovery. Go on a getaway once a month to the next town for the weekend, just somewhere new, like a tiny home, Um, some kind of a getaway, um, a treehouse, go see a museum, just do something out of the ordinary because I think discovery was part of what made this so magical. Acceptance, love and honor everything I create. I don't have to show everything, but love and accept everything that comes out of you creatively. And then be in nature every day, perhaps even moving to a place with more nature around. And then um, in your home, either move to a place that has more beautiful architecture and surroundings or take um, elements of what you saw and lived with at the chateau and incorporate them into your present home because your life is now, so don't put it off. And then this one would take some funds, but I'm looking into it. Looking into a meal delivery service, maybe like HelloFresh, and then hire a cleaning service, maybe like once a month. Self-expression, take ballet lessons, do a creative film with actors, have, um, have an active sketching practice, embrace and accept your whole self, hire an administrative assistant or an intern to help with gallery work, artist research work for opportunities and outreach, 
being being unapologetic and clear for what I want for my life and putting my attention on that. And then higher career levels, applying to and doing art fairs, um, having an assistant or an intern, doing more residencies because they're so amazing, building collector relationships, being more intentional with personal emails with these connections, applying to prizes and press, having an assistant um, reach out to press more, keeping your blog, and knowing that you can have it and can deserve it all. And then uh, having a... um, having an attitude of attracting what's for you rather than chasing what's for you. So all of these were things that I realized and um, wanted to incorporate once I got back home. Um, So that was kind of my experience at the Chateau and all of the amazing ways that it impacted me. As far as the actual art that I created, I probably created around 30 pieces Um, And that includes large-scale drawings, um, plein air paintings, and some paintings that were like um, more imaginative. I also explored with some abstract work, um, which was really fun. And yeah, I just let myself really explore and discover while I was there. So I came back with like a lot of work and it, it was magical and it's perfect because I have a show on September 11th. So I have lots of work to show for that. Um, And yeah, so I highly recommend a residency and I hope that you can take some of this inspiration from what I gained from the residency and maybe incorporate it into your own life, your own artistic practice. So um, yeah, that's all I had for you today. Um, As always, if you're interested in coaching with me, um, I'd be happy to help you Um, strategize your art career to reach that next level Um, and so I have like individual sessions or I also have my big course um, which uh, incorporates everything that you need to reach the next level of your art career Um, and that can include coaching as well so you can check that out and then you're all invited to my show if you'd like to come on September 11th it's in Media Pennsylvania which is um, very close to Philadelphia. It's at a, it's at the Tyler Arboretum, this beautiful garden. Um, it's in their refurbished barn. So you should definitely come to that if you want. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes as well. All right. So that is what I wanted to share with you as far as the residency. I hope you enjoyed hearing about it and learning about it. I'm also going to put a link to the residency in case you wanted to check that out. I do highly recommend it. Um, and I will talk to you guys very soon. I have lots more to share and, um, and I can't wait to connect with you more. Have an amazing magical week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the inspired painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.